0: Hey, everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of March 8th, 2022, here on News AF.
2: If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same
0: old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yes, okay, News AF is back again uh, this week. Lots of fun stuff to talk about here with the news AF team. Of course, back with us is pickleballs top influencer, a uh, amazing podcaster. Here he is, back mm-hmm. with us. It's Tyson Pod. Tyson, how are you?
3: i'm great i agreed with everything you said there mm-hmm. uh an amazing podcaster check uh number one pickleball influencer in the world yeah. uh, and ambassador to the sport check
0: oh i didn't know and, the ambassadorship. Uh,
3: ambassadorship yeah i just i mean unofficial yeah it's unofficial but still
2: yes i yeah. do, do like they send you sport. in to resolve disputes in pickleball
3: no i'm not that kind of an ambassador i just share the sport you don't- with-
2: practice pickleball diplomacy.
0: Mm-hmm. You don't go to other sporting <laughs> events like a basketball game and then like and shake hands with the will. basketballers. Yes. Yeah, and be like, I am here
3: on behalf of pickleball. the pickleballers of America mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, join in a holy alliance with when aliens the invade, National Basketball
2: Association. And they put together a group of humans to introduce to yes. the aliens. Yes. I'm be. assuming as the pickleball
0: ambassador, you will be you their will representative. Be team. yeah, yeah.
3: definitely will. Yes, with my uh, gamma pickleball pickleball stuff
1: on, and my feet pickleball stuff <laughs> yes.
0: on. Well, the aliens may be from the Gamma Quadrant, so it's like, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it's going
1: to be perfect,
0: uh, yes. perfect, yes. So,
3: uh, fun story about Gamma, real quick. Gamma pickleball paddles—they started in tennis, and they started making tennis strings that were like infused with gamma rays. Like they had this gamma ray device, and for some reason, it added like a different element to the tennis strings themselves mm-hmm. and they still do that I
2: think, I think yeah. gamma like the most damaging of all the radiation it's I think some,
0: with gamma yeah, yeah but, I think there is something like that you know, in instances of, like I believe that that's what uh the scientist uh Bruce Banner uh was I think uh, messing, messing, around with? messing around with which actually yeah. turned him into the incredible hulk so you so might imagine was, yeah
3: imagine the incredible hulk of tennis strings that's what mm-hmm. gamma
2: has
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. mhm
2: I've been reading this book about early scientists and and they discover, you know, some of these uranium, plutonium X rays and they're just playing around with it. Yeah. Sounds like maybe that's what gamma was invented on the time of Marie Curie or whatever. They're like, oh, yeah, this makes these strings super strong and the balls glow after you strike it, (laughs) which would be cool.
3: (laughs) It's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Or would you find like old timey medication bottles from like (laughs) the 1800s and you're like,
0: uh, well, they, all they that to, stuff is illegal now.
2: Yeah, they used to carry around this like glowing powder to show at parties. It was like highly radioactive. Yeah, I think I read a story when someone gave like uh, the king of Prussia a bunch of radioactive material. And it's just crazy back then, you know, when tennis rackets were being invented and probably radiation, it's just they teamed together, to create the ultimate racket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very
0: cool. It was quite so, a racket. Yeah,
3: it was quite a racket. <laughs> uh, Rob, who else do we have with us today?
0: Of course, back with us once again, a man who uh, came very close to losing a close friend on his latest adventure. Please welcome back Danny Bryson. Two, two potential lost friends. Wow. Because there's one at the bottom of the
2: avalanche and one okay. at the top. Who were we going to lose here? We were going to lose Jay Russ. Uh-huh. And potentially Matt. Wow. John Russell and Matt, who was the
3: yeah. one skiing, John? Uh,
2: John had already skied. So he was at the bottom the line. So he was at the bottom, mm-hmm. uh, but he was, he was in, he was in a safe place, but the minute he saw the giant cloud of avalanche coming towards him, he moved to a safer place. Okay. And then Matt <clears throat> kind of skied down, did like a little ski cut and then just broke off a rather large
3: avalanche. So it was exciting mm-hmm. it for everyone but come. me. I didn't get to watch the video. I saw you show it to Rob. Did Matt get caught up in it, or did no? You he managed to
2: claw. You know, you know how you have like super strength and you lift cars off of infant babies when yes. you are in a moment of like. You You're know, talking intense. about me specifically. Yeah. Well, I know you've lift cars off multiple babies. Yeah. But he just like clawed his way to freedom because he was at the top of it. So his only job, like was like virtual claw
3: with his hands,
2: or he yeah, was skiing like, it all. Like ah, like trying okay. to punch into the hard snow to get yeah. a grip. So, wow. uh, yeah, and then I, we didn't know if John was buried. So the minute the avalanche, I, it was probably still going. I just kind of skied behind it. It was going down and then looking for John. Luckily, mm-hmm. he wasn't under the snow. Jeez. I didn't. I just don't want to mouth to mouth. Yeah, of course. And airbags, right. okay. whatever okay. that's worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably it's good to uh, be here, though. When you yeah, say airbags, uh, is like a car airbag? Oof, so they may release it. Yeah, there's a little handle here and... You pull it, and a giant airbag inflates and there's some principle I, I i watched a video on it on how like larger things tend to rise to the top when you're kind of like jumbling up stuff, yeah, so uh yeah, that's the concept behind it. It won't wow. do anything to help stop you from being broken in half by trees, but it'll which was really the top of the threat. avalanche but it'll keep you on top so we can find your you know damaged torn apart <laughs> corpse, yeah, yeah. easier, <laughs> save us some work
0: okay.
3: so. I uh, one more quick, quick yes, Rob. How did you guys all have like wobble legs after that? Were you guys like that was was, we were close to death?
2: What about that? I triggered an avalanche last year that caused me more adrenaline. This one, I was we were like, what do we want to ski now? So you all just continued (laughs) skiing after that. Yeah, well, we ran out of time, so we're like, ah, we don't have time to go up to that other slope. So no so wobble legs from
3: any three. No, any of the three.
2: I was surprised. I thought Matt would come down and be like, I'm done. Take yeah. my skis. I'm walking home. <laughs> yeah. But he, uh, instead was like, Oh yeah. What, what do we want to go do now? It's like, wow. cool. Okay. Right. Danny, that's please cool.
3: Be
0: careful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was being careful. I was the last one. Yeah. He make sure everybody else. Uh,
0: that's why Although- you send the other guys first. Interesting. Note. They you don't have podcasts and YouTube. Yeah, channels, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Just because you go first and the first guy
2: made it through fine. And yeah. honestly, I think Matt triggered the avalanche because he forgot to do something. So he skied down and then made a hard stop and that kind of like stop. Right. But that little extra pressure Pushed. on the snow that caused it to break. Because in the video, you can see him bring himself to a stop. And right when he does yeah. that, everything breaks loose.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you want to be the last to go. So, or, or is it like then maybe the you know if you're the first to go, maybe that you're l- less likely to hit the avalanche because yeah, it's just a roll of the dice. Oh yeah.
2: All I'm saying is there is no position yeah. that guarantees It's Like the Squid safety. Game uh, bridge. There yeah, is exactly. Good there point. is really. Yeah.
3: There is one way to really beat these avalanches, Danny, and that's to Explosions? just you no, know, just go straight down without any. Turns,
2: yeah, that's true. You could just like bomb it. it, yeah. Every which would single be time, be cool. I mean, I don't know if you guys seen the video. The guy does the backflip while the avalanche is coming behind him. No, he jumps off a cliff and does a backflip, and I'm just like, wow, there you go, careless disregard. <laughs> he doesn't care at all. Yeah. I like have seen middle finger to death.
3: I have seen videos of skiers outrunning avalanches by straight shooting it. Which yeah. if you just always straight shot, then you'd always outrun them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the backcountry skier's biggest crutch is that. uh they ski a lot slower. They're not like yeah. free free skiers, you know, on the free right. ride tour. Yeah. They're like, ooh, I like making tons of turns. Like, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: wrong. Wrong. Yeah. The guys yeah. who like making the most turns are in the most dangerous place to
2: make turns. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, good to be here. Uh well while I go
3: skiing later today. So yeah. and did you you and Matt both probably had peace of mind knowing that your
2: eulogy was already written by me. Yeah. I was like Tyson, I nailed down to him as he was going away yeah. with the slide. I said, don't worry. Tyson's already written a eulogy. Yeah. And he was like, cool.
0: <laughs> Would it be a co-eulogy at that point, Tyson?
2: Of course.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've written it in a way that I can just plug Danny or Matt's name into it. It's like ad lib. Remember yes. that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like today, our dearly beloved, uh, Danny C Bryson was sent to
1: poop
2: land,
0: <laughs> to, which is
2: when I do ad lib <laughs> with my boys, everything is poop wiener or butt. Like everything. <laughs> There's no changing it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what
2: Mad Libs is. All yeah. it is, is, is an opportunity for little kids to say uh, what they would call potty words. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, It's mm-hmm. the only play there really, because nothing else is even funny.
2: Then their laughter, They think it's so funny. It doesn't even make sense anymore. They can't even breathe. Because they don't know what a verb is or a noun. But to them, it is so funny that they they got Google to say poop and wiener five times. Yeah. So, hey.
0: Always a crowd. It's a new world. All right. Well, (laughs) Danny, you survived the avalanche uh, to come back and be with us here today. Um, Welcome back. I do have some other uh, bad news to talk about, though, because Uh, another invasive species is oh, on the no. loose never ends it's been two years since we talked about the murder hornets uh which mm. kind of died down and we should we be think. so lucky uh, to have the same fate here as we talk about the giant parachuting spiders which will begin to move about the East coast, according to, uh, some experts, uh, over, um, in, uh, that's the university of Georgia. Experts. Wow! Parachuting yeah, has a terrifying element. Mm-hmm. Where are
3: these spiders originally from?
0: Okay. Uh, I believe like, uh, a lot of these uh, species that seem to not be here, I believe that they are, uh, coming by way of, uh, Asia, but they are not supposed to be here. Did they parachute all the way from Asia? No, they didn't, because they'd,
3: they'd end up on the West Coast if that were the case, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so it's, it's just a long way around, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how the currents
0: yeah. go. Yeah, they're originally from Japan. Uh, they're the uh, called a Joro spider, J-O-R-O, uh, yeah. and they started in Georgia, but because they can survive the cold weather, they have uh, oh, continued to it. spread out. That's wow. the thing is I often see cold weather as a barrier to a lot of bad things. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But, uh, these, these ones that can survive cold weather, they're unstoppable. Yeah.
0: Basically they'll unstoppable. run the world. And unfortunately, uh, in trying to control the Juro spider population as an it invasive species. Well, nobody is a predator of, uh, the, uh, three inch, uh, Juro spiders. For, oh, from Japan, by the way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. why don't birds eat these things? Don't birds love spiders?
3: It looks Bizards. like a watermelon color. I almost think that they would mm-hmm. be delicious.
2: Can we turn them into some kind of sandwich material for us human, to
3: eat? Human uh, protein, you oh, know, for gosh. us to eat? Yeah. Uh, actually, looking at the picture, I wouldn't eat that. And so, But it's watermelon. It looks like a watermelon. Uh, it
2: yeah. doesn't. <laughs> so are they poisonous? Yes. But beasting
0: level poison. Not like <laughs> kill mm-hmm. an elephant poison. No. Okay. And so the reason that they're able to travel so far is that they are able to use their webs uh, like parachutes to be able to travel distances on the wind. Like, uh, remember that feather in Forrest Gump that was moving all around? Yeah. Or the plastic bag in
3: American. Yeah. Or there's. Dude, I see tons
2: of plastic bags that do Mm -hmm. this beautiful. Why didn't humans develop like something we shoot up our butts and travel with, hmm. uh, kind of convenient. Maybe in the future wise. as we,
3: yeah, as we evolve, mm-hmm. uh, and, oh, and people who can shoot, uh, travel parachutes out of their butts, yeah, will yeah, be more butt. prized by the females mm-hmm. yeah. and will then be in the mating pool more often. So, <clears throat> um, we have parachuting spiders here, I believe. I yes? think there are other species of spider that travel this way on the wind like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, now is like spider season in Arizona as it's kind of warming up from winter into spring here. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And there are spider webs everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't worry too much about getting bit by uh, these creatures that they have a uh, very, very small fangs, even though that they are big spiders. So it would be hard Ooh. for them to are they uh, self-conscious? I don't know about their small fangs. Yeah, Do they drive big trucks. That might be why they <laughs> have to travel so far away. Like somebody like uh, calls them out on their small fangs. They're like, all right, I'm just leaving town. That's yeah. a smart play. Mm-hmm. No, you don't
2: have to sit around and get bullied by
3: the Maybe riders. they're maybe they're going to a place to get some fang augmentation. Mm-hmm. You, know? you would think they're
0: headed
2: to the West Coast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's where it all happens.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe
2: they're on their way. Yeah, mm-hmm. they probably are headed over here. It's only a matter of time, right? Anything that can travel by butt parachute will eventually find its <laughs> way everywhere. Mm-hmm. Not to Arizona. I yeah. bet they find their way to Arizona. If they they're stop over right on now. the way to California. They're not going to survive. Think about the heat. all the. No, all They're the country. cold weather spiders. Japan gets super hot as 115 well 15 degrees It's super dry. Maybe they'll mutate mm. and they'll become even stronger and their fangs will grow longer and the poisonous will be super poisonous. I mean, that does sound like what the desert does to animals. It really does. It tastes <laughs> like innocent creatures and mutates them into man killers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: even even the plants here are deadly like you yeah. look at a plant and you're like I can't touch that I can't even get close to that thing that thing's going to stab me mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh, the harshest conditions and I mean like I've, I've done very well for myself in the desert to stay as soft as I am
2: yeah even <laughs> humans supple. in the desert tend to develop deadly traits correct mm-hmm. yes. okay. especially if you turn the air conditioning off
0: <sighs> everywhere oh man forget yeah. it you okay. the worst. All right, we'll keep you posted as uh, the giant parachuting uh, spider uh, is uh, on the loose. Is there Probably like a, show a tracker. Up your doorstep
2: first? Go
0: you
3: know on. how Google has the Santa yeah, tracker yet. where you can see?
0: Not yet. Well, I like that idea, Tyson.
2: I think a that tracker, would be great. Yeah, yeah. it would like, be. But parachute the-
3: spider boom. tracker. <laughs> you just it's an app. You plug it in, you can see the wave of the front
2: line where mm. it's
3: moving. Uh, really, really smart. I'm a genius.
2: If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.
0: We have another animal story to talk about. I know over the last couple of weeks, uh, we've been following the saga of uh, Hank the Tank, uh, which turned out to be a number of bears uh, that were in the Lake Tahoe area. Uh, In Montana, they have a lot of issues uh, with grizzly bears as well. And there is a new position that is opening up, which is called a grizzly bear conflict manager. And I thought this might be perfect for Danny. Does it come with a helicopter? I don't think it comes uh, with a helicopter. Uh,
3: That's a big, yet you okay. have to work your way up, Danny.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Eventually. what does it involve? All Rob? right, Grizzly Bear Conflict Manager. Can I tell you oh. the, the the salary? I, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, between for, uh, starting at seventy nine thousand three hundred sixty three. Yes. Okay, the government, US government, is offering one lucky applicant the chance to spend time in the Montana wilderness. Okay, Mm -hmm. sound good so far, Danny? Eh, Sounds okay. All right, Uh, dealing with the world of grizzly bears. The issue is not necessarily breaking up fights between grizzly bears, which do happen, but Mm -hmm. it is to ease friction between the grizzly bears and humans. Like you step in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Okay. All right. All whoa. right. Check it. I've got, I've
3: got uh government issued picnic baskets in my truck <laughs> for the bear. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a government issued picnic basket in my truck for the human. And uh, then they go their separate ways.
2: Mm-hmm. Chuck the Slim Jim away from the human. The bear goes yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Run, run. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Or do you have to be like, okay, you guys have to hug and keep hugging how, until you're able to say sorry to each other?
2: How do you resolve human bear conflict? Like that's you make them hold hands until
3: they uh, until they share with each other.
2: Can you just have them sit down and talk? Like, what are the, your your options here? What do, what kind of tools are you given hmm. to deal with this?
3: Conflict? I think I already know. It's the Yellowstone video that we watched, Danny, before we backpacked into the backcountry. Where? Oh yeah. I as you that. approach as the bear conflict guy, every two steps you have to clap and say, Yeah, bear. Yeah, bear! <laughs> hey, bear! Hey, bear! Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. And you just make noise. And they do not like, as annoying like as that, that sounds yeah. to you, <laughs> Rob, <laughs> hate bears hate it even more.
2: Did you see the write up for this job description? I'm sure you Must did. Must be the willing to die. The incumbent may be subject to large numbers of biting insects and may be required to work in close proximity to large animals such as bears and moose. Yeah. Uh, Really not going to get a lot of people applying for the job.
0: Yeah. You you just get to carry a gun.
2: Mm. Danny loves that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's just uh, uh, the
2: gun uh, and the spray to Mm. me are Mm. just this false sense of security. The odds of me hitting a bear as it charges me are Mm. almost zero. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm probably bigger, more likely to shoot myself in the foot.
3: What's a bigger false sense of security, a helmet while you're skiing or a gun and bear spray while you're, uh, the resolving
2: these issues, the helmet. I trust the helmet. Uh, I definitely don't trust the bear spray or the gun Has the helmet saved your life life before. No, but it, it, I think it has a good track record. Maybe the bear spray does also have a decent track record, but the gun, I don't read a lot of people who are like quick enough on the draw to mm-hmm. thwart yeah. a bear charge.
0: I just do think even when you shot yourself in the foot, Danny, I think that the noise the from the gun is going to scare the bear. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Maybe. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I agree with Rob here. I think you'll that- be
0: maimed, but the, I think the bear will run for yeah, it. But what I've done is I think just if you open open do pop,
3: pop, pop. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. But then my what?
2: blood is like, Enters the air and turns the grizzly to a bloodthirsty maniac. <laughs> like no longer shark? thwarted like by the, the shark pop of, of the gun. land, like shark of the yes, land. land shark, <laughs> definitely a hairy land shark. One part per million of blood in the soil. Does the Do grizzly not- bear have a taste for human blood? Well, why not? I bet you my blood smells so sweet
3: yeah. from all the Mountain Dew.
2: Imagine the finest meat, which I'm assuming I'm made of soaked mm-hmm. in the finest honey. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, that would be irresistible. And I feel like that's uh, what I have to offer. Someone might know honey or whatever. Yeah, Someone as Zealand delicious is. as myself should not take up this job. You should yeah. probably take this job up if you're uh, less delicious than me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
2: you um, don't you think you're grisly? I just think that I've soaked my meat and delicious Mountain Dew for so long mm-hmm. that it's just, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Delicious. Literally.
0: Yeah. 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 If you want this job, you must be required to uh, lift a 50 pound weight. I can do that. Okay. Um, Um, And although you will not be working uh, directly with wrestling a bear, uh, it is uh, not required or encouraged. Why don't we send in the pickleball ambassador mm-hmm. to create, create a treaty sport,
2: negotiate with the Grizzly negotiate bears. Yeah. between the bears and humans? I feel like that's a good job for pickleball ambassador Tyson.
3: It's also. a great job for me, actually. When we mm-hmm. think about it, uh, we can, uh, yeah, create a pickleball league amongst humans and bears alike, and finally come to a resolution and understanding yes. so that we no longer have conflicts that even need
2: resolving. Resolve think, territorial disputes through pickleball. That's what you're offering, right? Yeah.
3: But then uh, I think I will probably be so effective at the job using the sport of pickleball that essentially I will uh, eliminate the need for my position. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, that's the problem with being so good at yeah, something. No.
0: I think part of the challenge is going to be, you know, the tourists are going to come through, uh, people visiting mm-hmm. the parks. The, they'll, they will always be different people, but I feel like you're going to run into the bears over and over again. And I think you have to be careful that the bears don't always feel like you're taking the human side. Yes, yeah, that's true.
3: true. You should be taking the bear side, especially if you built up a relationship of trust yeah. with them.
0: Yeah. The bears might require you to do some
2: anti-human things to earn their trust. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when you're working your way into a gang as an undercover cop. Such as? Like beat up a human and run away. Okay. <laughs> Break into a car and steal mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. Um, go into a tent uninvited and earn terrorize people. Yeah. So yep. then you can work your way into. Earn their respect. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's a classic initiation process.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. Then Are the, you, uh, the bears
0: feel like they have somebody on the inside.
2: Yeah, they might even require you to kill someone. Just heads up, mm. like give you some claws. Be like, oh, hey, go do this quite grizzly. Yeah. yeah, that is grizzly. We have grisly to make sure you're not a, cup, a cop, or yeah. a cop. Yeah, cup or a <laughs> <Or> cop. <a laughs> yeah. yeah, they
0: got to make sure you're not a cop either. Yeah, yeah. they
2: don't know. <laughs> so,
0: so our
3: bears <laughs> and our bears generally anti. Uh, Anti cop? Is that are they defunding the police? Is that one of their main platforms here?
2: I think they're anti any authority figure that's mm-hmm. gonna tell them where they should live, mm-hmm. what cars they can break into, yeah. what garbage they can eat.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
2: So th- I, I just feel like they're anti authority. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So Yogi Bear was more of like
3: a documentary, docu-series style right. Right. about bears. He had issues it was a
1: ranger,
2: right?
0: Yeah, yeah but I feel like the it
2: Rangers. was national forest propaganda. You know, they're feeding the bears like, hey, look, bears not so be bad. humans. We're not, not so, so bad. bad. Yeah. And uh-huh. the next thing they knew, bam, they were in a cage with a big collar around their neck.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, so, well, Danny, I look forward to hearing your adventures here. I think you could go skiing up in Montana quite a bit, too.
2: Yeah, I could. But the bears aren't out typically during the heart of the ski season. So more time, that time to ski. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. I got one other animal-related story. Wow. Uh, have, it's a zoo in here. <laughs> it's big big animal day today. Have either of you seen uh, the new Batman movie uh, starring Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson called The Batman? I did. I did you, see you it. Did, you went to the movie theater, Danny?
2: Uh, yeah. A person hired out a whole theater for a birthday party and wow. I went to it. Who is this wealthy person, you yeah. know? My sister-in-law.
0: Okay. Oh, man.
2: So... Wow. And
3: this was an adult
0: uh, birthday party. Adult. Yes. Yes. And your sister-in-law did, really loves the Batman or loves just Robert Pattinson? Uh, or just
2: movies. She li- she loves all those things. She's very upbeat. Wow. Positive. Trifecta wow. of love right there. Exactly. Uh, I, well, I did go. And it, and by the way, it is three hours long and you fill every minute. Ooh, nope. <laughs> not for me.
3: Uh, Rachel and I looked at movies a while ago to go to, and we opted not to because the shortest movie was two hours and 15 and the longest movie was about three hours. And what is going on? I mean, yeah. An hour 15 (laughs)
1: is (laughs)
3: the optimal movie theater time. (laughs)
1: That's
3: optimal. mm, That's a TV show now. uh, It's an episode. Yeah. That's why, that's why TV is so perfect nowadays is. An hour 15. An hour is just a hair too short for a movie theater experience. An hour and a half is pushing the limit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anything between an hour and an hour
0: and a half, ideal. And Tyson, this was just you and Rachel or with the girls with you also? Yeah, this was just me and Rachel. I mean, Rachel. with your kids, for sure. For sure. That's, make it no, a 30 movie. For sure.
3: Yeah. yeah. Kids, for sure. And anything over an hour is like maybe. Uh, we watched Dumbo Uh, at our house so often, (laughs) the old animated Dumbo, because Uh, it is literally an hour.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
3: like the perfect movie to just be like, okay, we've been playing all day. We're a little tired. You want to watch a movie? Dumbo's an hour.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Well, Danny, when you were at the theater for The Batman, uh, Ah, were there any hijinks going on? No, no hijinks whatsoever. Uh, Well, none. Yeah. Well, there could have been in the dark and that I wasn't aware
2: of, but like Uh, I just sexual hijinks. Is that, I don't know. You never know. The lights go off in a public place. Yeah.
0: And Robert Pattinson's up there on screen, probably looking paler than he ever has. uh, Hypothetically, if you, I mean, maybe like uh, the, the Batman just awakens something in people who are going to see it. But I would think that if you were uh, going into the movie theater for a hanky panky, I think you wouldn't go to a sold out, uh, no, film with, on with only night. friends and family. Right. Yeah. Well, right.
2: what about, uh,
3: did Robert Pattinson do any of his, uh, you know, famous vampire hisses? I feel like he's already built for no, this No,
2: but <laughs> they did show him shirtless a couple times and yes. no matter how they tried, he's a scrawny dude and it was not very, it was not ripped. Is he still <sighs> pale? He was pretty pale. It was more goth. I mean, I read the reviews before I watched it. A lot of them Uh mentioned the word goth and I have to agree with that. Gotham
0: city. Maybe that's right.
2: Just all the sets, very dark, Mm -hmm. lots of rain, lots of makeup. Like that looks like runny mascara on Batman.
3: Sounds about right. Someone from Gotham city is considered a goth.
2: I
0: guess that does make
2: sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, if you happen to go see Batman on Friday night, at the movie house and eatery uh, by a Sinopolis in Northwest Austin. Uh, Mm -hmm. You uh, might've been sitting there in the movie theater when a uh, prankster released a bat into the theater, a live bat.
2: Uh,
3: It's
2: a dangerous time to be doing pranks.
3: Yeah. Lots of liability here too. Bats are famous for carrying rabies. Mm Mm-hmm. Famous for carrying rabies. And uh, I think that uh, that's very dangerous to do. How much happier would everyone have been if he'd released a box of puppies? Hmm. Or not come to the movie at all. Or
2: not gone to the movie. Of all the things you could release, though, a bat is better than, say, like a raccoon Mm -hmm. or uh,
0: a ferret Mm -hmm. or a bear. Is a bat better than a raccoon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. I don't know if you guys... So, that's honestly not going to do that much yeah, damage it's just, or if any you watch damage. The video,
2: it's just up there at the ceiling. All it's the just trying screen. to get out. Yeah,
3: it's yeah, trying it's, to get out. It's searching for bugs. It's uh, oh, not how interested
0: you, in bats. I've got some parachuting spiders. Uh, <laughs> might, you might be interested in that. Bats will get into those. However, sure.
2: post COVID, a bat could be seen as an attack. Like releasing a bat might mm-hmm. not be over mm-hmm. as well as it would have four years well, ago.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's ever going well. I think that that's. Uh, you're releasing a wild animal into a human environment that's enclosed. That's not cool.
2: You have bats in the desert. You probably see them at sunset all the time, right? All Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. Do that trick where you throw up a rock.
3: Yeah. And And they all dive bomb the rock. Yeah. They all dive bomb the rock because they hunt by sonar, uh, Rob, uh, and so if you throw a rock, they can't tell the difference between a rock floating in the air a or bug per, floating in the or air. Or a shooting spider. And so all the bats will dive at this little pebble that you flicked up in the air. And they collide? No, they kind of all zoom away as they realize it's actually not yeah, a Yeah, you're pranking the bats. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah. this guy was pranking humans with a bat, but Tyson's pranking bats. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily do that that often or ever. Only if I'm in a crew group of people who's never seen it never before. Seen it before. Then like, Check this
0: out. Yeah, yeah. Party uh, trick. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Uh, we did have a bat uh, hanging on our patio one evening, like a year or two ago, and I got some pictures and video of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, bats are fine. I'm not afraid of bats. I'm not afraid of a bat in this situation. It might be annoying if it's on this getting like in front of the screen the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, as far as that prank goes, I think the audience probably doesn't care or notice that much. And the only people that do are the establishment, and it's just annoying yeah. for them to figure out how to and
2: get, get everyone out. Tech. Like, sorry guys, movie's canceled. Get your, you know. No, you think they canceled the movie? I bet nobody knows uh, yeah, the, 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 the uh, Picture? You
0: think?
1: No, the no, picture and think...
2: video I saw. There was a manager up front talking to people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know where huh. that led to. Could have, but I feel like they're going to be like, hey, we can't have you guys in here with this bat. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Might be infected with gamma rays. <laughs> We
3: what a relief, yeah. though! You know, for one, the,
2: one bite. Imagine though,
3: imagine though, being like talked into going to a three-hour movie, yeah. and somebody releasing a bat, and you get to just go home.
0: I would never oh, go back. What a relief! It. Do you think that that's what happened, Danny? Oh. Do you think that this person was like, "All right, I'll go, but if it's if I'm bored, the bat's yeah. coming yeah. out." Yeah. yeah,
2: that's how he got out of his. Oh, what a shame! Hmm. And a bat of all creatures. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to go home.
3: Yeah. A rain check? No, don't bother. The line's too long to get our rain check. Let's just go home. I don't mind maybe paying for it again.
0: Yeah, we'll watch it when it comes out on yeah. streaming. Now, yeah. Did they catch the person who did the prank? The perpetrator. Where did he the
2: bat? In his like, pants pocket? That's the thing.
3: Like, where did he, if maybe in a Tupperware or something? Yeah. If you're keeping that bat somewhere, there was a couple in Utah a couple years ago who had a bat infestation in their home, in their attic. And they just lived communally with these bats and they'd like handle the bats and pet the bats and the bats would land on their hands and stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Both people died from rabies. They didn't even ever get attacked by a bat or bit by a bat, but the micro abrasions from the baby teeny little claws of the bat on their skin was enough to give them rabies. And by the time they realized they had rabies, there was nothing to be done. Oh my god!
0: And, and bats so and bats are, friends. are yeah.
3: dangerous in this capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, that's the biggest issue. Do you
0: think. think that whoever did this had a pet bat and wanted to do no. something nice for the bat and show yeah. them the movie what they that could become? Honors yeah. the bats the most. The Batman.
2: Part of me thought maybe this was some kind of three D experience. Yeah. Like oh Ooh, look, for d it would yeah, be d when he goes yeah. into the cavern and the bats are swirling around release the bats yeah. and Warner they swirl around did this yeah
0: and yeah. you're like
2: this is so exciting i feel like i'm there in his bat cave with his yeah. runny makeup mm-hmm. ah, i got guano
3: dripping down my face how This is that exciting. Happen? that's mm-hmm, just yeah. exactly
0: how it would have been in the bat right. cave the bats right. pooped all over me he's guano a vampire. Everywhere. he turns into a bat he's the batman makes sense yeah. natural progression guano is the world's most uh nutritious uh Ooh. soil fertilizer for earth yeah i don't wow. think they caught the person that did this because i think they would have said their name
3: yeah i don't think they did either i think it's pretty difficult yeah. to catch the person all right If but you don't notice a guy walking in the theater with a bat mm-hmm. yeah, you're not gonna catch and you're not gonna once get the fingerprints
2: off that bat
0: to make sure this never happens again they're adding additional security and checking all bags Ugh. upon guest entry this yep. is a problem with pranks and crimes. Yeah. Makes everybody else's lives so much now, more. Danny can't sneak his hot tamales and Mountain Dew into it's so true. his totally. quadrisaurus
2: jeans. Yep. There's no room in my jeans. It'd be tearing <laughs> seams. If I tried to put something in my pocket.
3: Okay. <laughs> oh man. Difficult life you live, Danny yeah. it's challenging.
0: So, all right um we have a crime uh to report uh Uh-oh. in denver a oh, crime stoppers a box of human heads has been stolen
2: oh again
1: mm-hmm. or is I'm this the first time
2: how disappointed were those amazon thieves mm-hmm. or excited yeah. <laughs> uh so you're saying
3: that on the neighborhood watch uh App. yeah on Somebody my app I mean, and they're like hey anybody <laughs> see a box show up with my address on it i noticed this guy took it off my
2: doorstep guy opens it human heads. Yep. By the way, according to my Ring app, which sends me notifications yep. from neighbors, I live in Kandahar because it is nonstop gunshot alerts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just so many people, I don't understand it, just heard gunshots. or the that- gunshots, anyone? I bet are, you... Are you hearing the gunshots, <laughs> No, neither are they. <sighs> just- I don't know what they're imagining, but it's not gunshots, but every Ring notification is someone writing I think I just heard gunshots. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish that it said uh is anybody know where my box
0: of human heads? Went? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So this <laughs> happened uh, this happened in Denver uh where there was a truck uh that was carrying uh the heads which were supposed to be for research uh that they had been in a box uh called exempt human specimen. Uh that box was stolen out of a van. You know, exempt human
2: specimen on the t- uh, the box tag. You don't know what you're getting. Yeah, that could be almost anything. Hmm. Exciting is what I'm trying to say. It
3: is. Yeah, you definitely are opening opening that box out of curiosity at this point. I would go straight to like, oh, is it something from the bodies exhibit, which supposedly mm. is
2: all real human
3: matter mm-hmm. and.
2: I would not have thought heads. That would have been an exciting moment because yeah. you picture transporting lots of organs, mm-hmm. right? Maybe some appendages, but the head, I mean, come on. That's the the best part of the whole body.
3: Yeah. Some would say it's the uh, center for
2: mm-hmm. everything, so imagine how excited these people were when they're like, yes, heads, yeah. <laughs> heads, <laughs> finally boxes for years from this place, mm-hmm. enough brains to finally <laughs> make some soup.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I will say that whoever broke into this van and stole the box, I'm sure uh, did not read the label. Uh, what a fright they must have gotten uh, when they opened up the box to reveal a box of heads. Do you think what, immediately they're like these are real
3: or do you think like, oh, this is like some Halloween store yeah, party thing? Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like what do you what? do with what do you do with it? Let's say you don't want to throw it away, right? Let's say you don't want to burn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you put it to use around the house?
3: Danny, of the three of us on the panel, you're the one that has been most interested in bumping into a dead human carcass. and reporting mm-hmm. it i'm not
2: interested in keeping it even if i found a skull that was a mm-hmm. thousand years old a There's thousand no years old you're not keeping a thousand years old not, skull? i don't know i don't want to look
3: at the skull of some human well let me go ask That's Rachel and see if she will allow me to have any skulls here at this house
2: let alone a, a head with flesh hair mm-hmm. cartilage probably still on it Probably no eyes. Mm-hmm. So at least they're not looking at me, but I'm not keeping this. I'm burn it. I probably wouldn't burn it. I probably would just leave the box
0: somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can. Sure. So uh, authorities uh, are asking for people, if they have any uh, information about the whereabouts of the human heads, uh, email media oh. at science com. They said, well, this is an extremely rare situation. Imagine if, you donate your body.
2: Yeah. And your head is put in a box with a bunch of other heads, which by the way seems a little disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Someone steals the box and you end up at some frat house, right? Mm hmm. Are you upset? I mean, is a frat house a better final resting place for your head than some kind of medical research facility?
0: Uh, I can't imagine who would say that it was.
2: (laughs) Well, at least like people are getting joy out of it.
0: uh, Do you feel like people are getting joy out of uh, a decapitated uh, corpse head? Well, yeah, like doing like bong
2: hits, like point, pouring it down the mouth and then having a tube come out the throat. I and, don't
0: think so, Dan. Yeah.
2: You don't Richardson think so we can job? have human heads. I've seen yeah. quite a few comedies, and I feel like this fits in nicely mm-hmm. with, you know, a lot of those college dorm comedies. Mm-hmm. You think
3: they could do like a weekend at Bernie's, except for it's an entire. Uh, meets
0: old school. Frat weekend house. at Bernie's
3: meets
2: old school yeah.
0: movie. Yes. Yes. Do you think that they were trying to recreate the 1997 uh Joe Pesci film Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag? <laughs>
3: they could. Is I, that a real movie, Rob? Yeah, yeah David
0: Spade, Joe Pesci.
2: Eight yeah. It's called Eight Heads, Heads in, a in a Duffel Bag. bag. Yes. It's all of the
3: sex symbols of that time in one film.
2: <laughs> Whoa.
3: Yeah. Uh I uh yeah, I think that you could do like a Oh, we need this X amount of uh, frat brothers to be in this fraternity to be like uh, approved by the university. And then they get this head bag of heads and they're like, "Okay, we just got to find bodies for them
2: or just put them in
0: the bed with pillows and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. You don't think that a grizzly bear might have put a park (laughs) ranger through another one of these initiation stunts, do you? Oh my goodness. That, yeah. It could
2: be that. Bring, or it could me, be s- uh, bring me a human head. Or this could be a classic carpool lane. Hijinks. Like just to like get James into the carpool Corden lane. does. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Or yeah. like on curb, it's yes. just uh, put a couple of heads on the seat backs. It's mm-hmm. like, you've got a bunch of people in your car. Mm-hmm. Boom. Totally fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Um, let's talk about another interesting uh, piece of research that was found uh, that tells us about the part of the body that you wash first is a bit of a personality test because Uh it tells you a little bit about yourself. Okay. Okay. You want me to go first? All right. Yeah. So tell me Tyson, uh, when you take a shower, what Uh do you wash first? Uh, The first thing I do is put shampoo in my hair. Okay, me too. First thing here, and that's uh, I would say that's the same for me. Uh, again, and these come from uh, not necessarily research, uh, but lifestyle expert. Uh, oh. A new Mukherji has revealed this. Uh, this uh, their findings.
2: Okay. And I think you get your life expert degree the same place you get your numerology degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's
0: like a similar uh, campus, uh, yeah. Unaccrebit-
2: un- unaccredited, uh, oh, an yeah. unaccredited
3: online. Yeah.
0: Okay. if you wash your hair first mm-hmm. uh if you wash your hair before any other part of the body uh that you are most likely a hopeless romantic you are often That's- immersed in your thoughts she said mm-hmm. and you have the temperament of an intellectual and an artist yes boom on all fronts You're probably a podcaster
3: yeah yeah i uh, have the purest form of art
0: mm-hmm. i never yeah. thought anyone could
2: truly understand me <laughs> but now this lady has just nailed it on the head. Yeah. Okay.
3: But now we have to read uh another one to make sure they're not just Let's
2: go straight to people who wash their dong first. I want to know uh, what that's oh, They did no, not even have it. Their feet.
3: are so, so so people they, who they, wash their feet yeah, first. So they tell
0: you about your face, your shoulders, your armpits, uh, your uh your chest, your hair, any body part. That probably constitutes any body part. Do any mm-hmm. of these say like
2: psychopath? Yeah. Maybe the ones she left out were psychopath
3: mm-hmm. definitely should be
2: institutionalized.
0: Yeah, yeah. None of them, uh, say that you are negative. Yeah. You, none of not them a are single negative. one of yeah. these.
2: Oh, well that's, that,
0: well, everybody gets Safe. away with feeling
2: good after reading this story. Yep. it's not how it should work. Some people should be very worried.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Yeah. Um, if you wash your armpits first in the shower, it means that, um, you are a very liable, a reliable and attentive person. However, it may uh, come off as you are naive and can lack confidence. So if that's the one oh, thing, if you admit. get in the shower yeah. and you wash your armpits, it's like uh, you're feeling maybe you don't have confidence. Chest. Your chest. Yes. People who are honest and loyal wash their chest first. Unfortunately, uh, these people are usually pretty stressed out and uh, all they want is to do oh, well. So- these There are negative effects to yeah. some of these. Ours was the best, hair. Uh, but, ours you know. was good. But that's the most logical to start
3: with is your hair. Uh, once in a while, like, let's say that uh, I'm extra stinky from exercising. Yep. I will wash my armpits first, then yep. I'll wash my hair, and then I'll go back through and also wash my armpits again on the mm-hmm.
1: second
2: Face. Face doesn't sound good. Yeah, what's face, Danny? Uh love money mm-hmm. and often struggle to get along with others as their mm-hmm. point of view on the subject is hard to understand.
0: Yeah. So you watch yeah. your that face one's first. <laughs> bad you love communicator.
2: Money. Yeah. And you're a bad communicator.
0: Yeah, That one's bad. I
2: thought all of these were going to be like, oh, you're Pick handsome and everyone loves you, but it's like, nope. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You love money and no one can understand anything you say. Yeah. Which makes it hard to earn money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a frustrating life face washers must have. <laughs> Well, you love money, but don't have the communication skills to earn it. Yeah.
0: Somebody else who had a tough life who also uh, struggled in the shower was none other than Edward Scissorhands. Oh, Oh.
2: Oh, I see where you're
0: going. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Edward Scissorhands, uh, if if you are a big fan of the uh, 1990 film, you can now own the Edward Scissorhands house for a cool... $700,000. $700,000. If you like clutter
2: and garbage, <laughs> it also looks like this might be the house for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it looks pretty cluttered.
0: Okay. Where is it? Uh, Florida. So it is in... uh looks like it's in Tampa. Oh, you might live next to Tom. Yeah, well, I don't know if he's going to st- stay there. Oh, yeah, you right. mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. I mean, the weather's probably pretty nice mm-hmm. at s- certain
0: points yeah. of the year. So uh, not only... Uh, is it a yard that is landscaped to replicate, uh, how the house appeared in the movie? There is a ton of Edward Scissorhands memorabilia Eh. and it comes with the house. That's the problem with a house like this. Do you also get the castle on the
3: hill?
2: No. You're expected to keep the house. In the scissored hand way. You know what I mean? That's the sucky thing about buying this house. Although I'd love to see someone come in and just erase all the history. Mm-hmm. Tear it down. Yeah. yeah. Tear it down and build something yeah. else. A so, monument
0: to the Buccaneers. Right. So they bought it <laughs> only recently in uh, September of 2020 for $230,000. They turned it into an Edward Scissorhands museum and allowed free admission. Um, well, um, but now they they uh, they seem to regret that decision. I would buy that full
2: scale um, there's an Edward scissors hand full scale I don't know what you call it uh, mannequin mannequin with like dress and scissors for hands. I would buy that' be a great Halloween thing to put on your front porch. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah well, so how much any, is that for sale? No, that it no. is all you know, know. <laughs> this is not <laughs> like a la carte. You, come in, you get the Edward scissor hands. Museum. Uh, yeah. The owners said they will not sell it to anyone who would destroy the house.
2: Oh, see, that's the problem. You just limited the number of buyers to people who are pretty old, yeah, yeah. and love Edward Scissor's hand, Scissor hands, yes, yeah, Scissor mm-hmm. hands. Well,
3: Danny. To be hands.
0: fair, all the people who do love Edward's hands are people who are very old. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like it's a very.
2: I guess it's in Florida, so that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not interested. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at other properties, more on the beach. <laughs> yes,
3: you're looking. I mean, f- you could also be next door and still enjoy the museum free of charge. That's a good perhaps, point. Even, mm-hmm. yes, but not have to maintain it or own it.
0: But Danny, you would buy the Kroll Museum House, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd be interested
2: in seeing what the Kroll, yeah, castle. It's going to have to be a castle. The Kroll mm-hmm. Castle Museum,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: Tyson and I went to the house of the creator of the Alien. Um, yeah, remember in Switzerland, yes. Tyson. Yes, I would not buy that house because the Alien, James itself, Cameron, not James no. Cameron, the Alien
3: creator. the movie. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. He's kind who of famous. the actual aliens? The artist who, yeah. who uh. manufactured what the aliens? Last
2: name like. starts with a G. He's pretty famous and that house would be terrifying if they said, look, you have to keep everything in this house. Like all the face suckers. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even take it for
0: free. Yeah. Okay. Should Johnny Depp buy the Edward Scissorhands house? Yes. He doesn't have any money. Yeah. He's out of money, isn't he? He just had to get rid of the Viper room if he still owned it. Maybe, okay, Johnny Depp buy the Edward Scissorhands house and then charge admission and like $40 a person come through, meet the real Edward Scissorhands. Johnny Depp. Raking it yeah.
2: in. Dude. Maybe. hmm. Define raking. Like what amount of money would you consider raking it in? This At least I mean, like
0: uh, $100 a, a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. Think yeah. about it, Danny.
2: Well, how, why should I think about it? How am I going to get a hold of, uh, Johnny?
0: Uh, put the word out. Yeah. I mean, probably he's got so. Heis is somewhere. a pickleball
2: ambassador. Yeah. He's definitely got Do more. Do you reach. think
0: that maybe that the owner of the Edward Scissorhands house knows that this was all just a honeypot to get Johnny Depp to put in an offer for to buy this house? <laughs> or the only person that would pay $700,000 for the Edward Scissorhands museum, maybe Tim Burton.
2: Yeah, maybe. If you look at the backyard, I'm looking at a picture right now. The first thing I would say is I'm interested in this property as long as I can burn everything you have Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Because it just looks like a landfill that's been nicely dressed up.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Colorful. Okay. So, yeah. Was this, did they uh, film a scene in this house? It sounded like it. The guy Mm -hmm. said that he was
2: working at Denny's when they made the movie.
0: Yeah. Okay, it appeared in Edward's hands, but again, I don't think that. Like, I wouldn't imagine that this. There are scenes uh, in the film that took place in the exterior, in the interior of this house. Is there any movie house you would buy? Maybe mm. th- that's a good question. Shining, <laughs> that's a hotel. Oh, okay, seems it like a cool. lot of upkeep. Mm. Very cool, though. It's a nice
3: big
2: property. Yeah. yeah, in the mountains. Actually, let's all go in on the Shining Hotel because that actually did look like a cool property. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. that
3: is
0: settled. Yeah, okay. In uh, Colorado,
3: I believe, right? Yeah, yeah in Colorado. Really nice, okay. yeah.
0: And they do say that in the film, uh, this listing is the home of the Boggs family uh, with whom Edward stays. It seems like a very small home to be, uh, but I guess that Tim Burton was looking for that realism. He
3: really was. Okay, yeah. they
0: filmed the whole movie in this cul-de-sac. Cheap. Mm-hmm. Save a lot of money doing that. For sure. Okay. All right, Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt hole? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so ready. Danny, bolt hole hands. Welcome to my bolt hole.
3: I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong.
0: Yeah. A nocturnal emission. Yes.
2: Danny. Guys to give you a big secret big life hack love it love life hacks mm-hmm. um and i'm surprised this didn't make the show my other story made the show okay but this one did not and that is study finds so you can take this one to the bank mm-hmm. as we know positivity and promotions is saying that agreeableness may be the key to success in life yeah Duh, right i mean if you want to climb up that corporate that greasy pole of corporate's greasy pole, that's all, being agreeable is the number one thing. No one likes to keep someone around who's a you know a negative Nancy, always saying no, always fighting the ideas. Only really smart leaders want someone around you know to like have a debate with and build stronger whatever. But uh, most managers just want you to nod your head and say yes. And then when they get bumped up, then the first thing they think of is you know what. I really like that Tyson. He would make a great pickleball ambassador. Let's bring him on. Forward. Very, very agreeable. I mean, does this study even need to be done? How many millions of dollars did they dump into it?
3: No, you just have to be, if you have a superior in your place of employment. We all know
2: this. That's what I'm saying. Like, Why is this? Sometimes these studies are just aren't necessary. Sometimes you got to just confirm what we already know. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, and maybe this will help one or two people who are like, ah, I was going to be a total dick, but
3: the like <laughs> study." the guy who did the study was getting flack for always kissing his boss's ass. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to prove it to you that what I'm doing here is actually correct. So he did a study and he's like, see, look, nine times out of 10, I'm
2: getting promoted over the asshole. By the way, this mm-hmm. does counter a previous study that I wanted to read on the podcast. Mm. or May have a couple months ago, uh, they did some research on how we treat others who are nice sure. and generous. And what they found is most people hate individuals who are nice Why? and generous. Uh, in the uh, they, because they feel Why is like
0: Tyson so beloved.
2: Yeah, well, they feel like yeah. the nice guy is just mm-hmm. playing the game. To climb that cor- uh, uh, fake, nice. Greasy pole. fake nice, yeah. We so like that, they could, yeah. yeah they, but they confuse fake nice with real nice, though, so they're willing to punish even the real nice person, mm-hmm. just because they're assuming that they're being fake nice. Yeah, so, yeah but I don't agree- think
3: you can give up on your morals just because uh, people might be thinking
2: think you're being oh no you shouldn't but it was an interesting study and in this uh it was some kind of research they played a game where you could give money or take away money or take you know like steal money Mm -hmm. Uh, and they found that the person who usually gave money to the game was punished far more often than the people who stole money from the game Mm -hmm. and it was kind of a surprise so you know that's part of being agreeable or maybe it's not maybe agreeable is just like yes that's such a good idea but not necessarily going beyond that
3: yeah so I think that's a, what it is.
2: It's a tightrope out there
3: in that corporate world. Mm-hmm. Avoiding confrontation in the corporate world.
2: Being nice but not generous, right? So sure. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't even know how people do it. That's why the people who get to the top are so weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, they've been playing this game for wow. so long. Yeah. Listen to this guy. Shots
0: the pro billionaire. Yeah, put yeah. on the ring app shots heard. <laughs> wow. Uh, by the way,
2: pro billionaire people, uh, the billionaires I like are the ones who kind of, they came up with their own thing. They didn't uh-huh. climb the corporate ladder, mm-hmm. right? Sure. They kind of like had their own idea. They did work within the system, but they weren't necessarily trying to play the game between being agreeable, but not necessarily genuinely nice.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: It's just creating monsters. Who's your
3: number one favorite billionaire of all time?
2: Of all time? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There's so many good ones, right? <laughs> 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 well, I mean, currently, uh, Musk has got to be number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Old Elon. Mm-hmm. I, I do wonder. I don't know if some of those older families like Carnegie and um, some of those actually at the time, I'm sure their wealth was, is currently a mm-hmm. billion dollars. But I just don't know that for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Hmm. So right.
0: yeah, well, great work once again, Danny. Uh, you got anything coming up exciting this week? Just trying to avoid death on a daily basis. Yeah, but, oh, you don't do a great <laughs> job, Danny.
2: Yeah. Well, I you're have been doing guy this yet. every day. Yeah, almost every day. Every some days are more dangerous than others. You know what though? I I think about this all the time. Uh, I like, and I mentioned this when I watch those figure skaters. What they do on a daily basis is a million times more dangerous than what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't get as much respect, but they should because they're taking razor blade risks yeah. every right. day. Listen, Rob, would
3: you rather stay home and be safe and do things that you love or go out every day with your friends doing something that isn't that much fun? <laughs> no. You can be no. miserable.
0: That you love. Yeah. Okay. Look, like, I don't you know the same thing love. Danny loves, but like, yeah. ask
3: Tyson, ask me how many times I almost died this week. How many times did you almost die this week?
0: I mean, none that I know of, uh, right. now I could have like, Driven this body could be a yeah. ticking time bomb. You never yeah. know. You never, yes, know. You never a sp- know. A flying Nothing's spider. Guaranteed. Right. So what are
3: you, what you're saying, Rob is live every moment. Like it's your last, even if it means taking risks on the slopes.
0: Mm. Yes. Sounds like it. I don't know. <laughs> you do everybody do what you want. <laughs> well, well, do what you like. I like that. That's very
3: agreeable. It yeah. is very agreeable, but also now you're liable for what? Everybody who's listened to this podcast, who's like, I wasn't going to go ski in avalanche mm-hmm. today, but i love
2: to do it. And Rob told said, it's fine. Look, yeah, some guys like debating right now. He's like, should I go jump into that lion enclosure?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Nah. And then he's like, well, Rob said to live my best life. Boom. Into the lion enclosure. He goes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Look, are you prepared for the consequences? <laughs> there you go. There's consequences, yes. everyone. Don't be, I didn't know. Yeah, I only yeah. did it because you said. No, no, yeah. no, no. No Let's liability Take some here. responsibility, sir. Okay. Yeah. Come on, guy. All right. You knew. All right. So t-
2: yeah. so Tyson, what about you? You're going to be taking risks on the pickleball court? The ambassador? I've taken
3: risks on the pickleball court before, and I only really take risks on the pickleball court if I'm playing with people better than me that I'm trying to impress. You have to. Yeah. You, gotta yeah. you got line. to play that line. So that's the only time I've really taken risks on the PB court. Uh... This week, uh definitely more pickleball and Survivor starting up. And with that, uh I know Rob, you have lots of beautiful, wonderful Survivor podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I have a single uh beautiful, wonderful
0: Survivor podcast. Mm-hmm. So that starts Which up makes it point. in some ways more special than any should I start either. a Survivor yeah.
2: podcast? I feel like maybe
0: should we mean, it? get in on that game. It's either
3: going to be news AF with just Rob and Tyson, or you need to start a Survivor podcast. Yeah. To fit I'll in.
2: do a, a Survivor be podcast agreeable. Agreeable. about both of your Survivor podcasts. Oh, you'll, so you'll listen to our podcast, and not yeah. watch, but don't
3: <laughs> watch the show.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't. That'll be my whole thing. Honestly, I Perfect. think you'd
0: be, it'd be easier just to recap the show. The podcasts are longer than the Survivor episodes.
3: Uh. I'm going to try for mine to not be. Okay. All right. But no promises. Yeah. It's tough. Okay. It's easier so said than done. It really is. What do you got going on, Rob? I guess probably the same thing as Surviv- me. To yeah, Survivor
0: degree. is back. Big Brother Canada. All the podcasts going on. Rob is dot com. Okay.
3: Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look forward to that. Uh, and uh, I think
0: that's it. All right. All right. So until next time, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys.